0: Welcome to the show where three friends rate, debate, and investigate the films you'll love to see and hate to see. This is You'll Love to See It. Tell me, boys, is it good to be back in the studio? Back in the comfy chairs, the headsets, the nice big mics situated in front of you. I'm going to
1: let Eric take this one. Eric, is it good to be back? I think that says all you need to know.
0: Should have left my um, cracking of the soda till... We were recording, so it could have been like a uh, commemorative, you know, like initiation, like introduction, like, you know, popping off the new year, the new, I was going to say new season. To be honest, our seasons have no, like, concept to them. I was in bed last night thinking about the podcast. Same. (laughs) (laughs) I was in bed last night thinking about the podcast, and I was thinking about uh, our seasons. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I really have like, the seasons are all out of whack. Some have s- more episodes than others. The sense of time is just weird. Different types uh-huh. of It's Yeah. So I was like, it was in my bed and I was like, should, I, should we just say this is season five? Like, should we just say no? And I was like, this doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I hit some burp in there. Um, God, my voice sounds so sexy back on this mic, I have to say. Oh my God. Um, I was thinking about that and I was like you know what it doesn't make any sense as it is and it'd be kind of weird to like start a season right when we're kind of getting close to the end like the real peak time of film and you know there'll be our end of year show and stuff like that we're so this here. is still, was still season four still season four <laughs> cinema's dead actually capital has won uh, I don't know if you were aware it's of that Kayla. like it <laughs> speaking of capital has one how'd that paper go
1: great that's good to hear great if you haven't check out the film i wrote about profit and nothing but
2: exclam
0: that at, you know i'll have to say it was a life-changing experience uh very much so well we are back in the studio you guys want to say hi you haven't even spoken yet eric
1: no, I've, I, I've spoken.
0: Okay. I want to hear your voices. It's so nice to hear you again. I just
1: want to hear your voice, Zach. I
0: know. I know. I mean, I'm thinking about starting my next podcast is going to be an ASMR podcast. Maybe I'll just, like, you know, figure out, read read some children's stories or something.
1: Where are you going to get the children's stories from?
0: I don't know. eBay? Craigslist? You're getting? Reddit. Ooh. Maybe I'll start reading some stories from Reddit or something. That sounds like a good idea. Of user submissions, Eric can submit me some, and I'll start start reading some for ASMR. But this podcast is about film, if you did not know, and we actually have a film this week, a new film.
1: I would hope so, considering <laughs> what this podcast is all about.
0: Uh, it was a great film, I would say. Possibly, wow. I I think Caleb might Just disagree with, with that. with, uh, with the um, there. Our film this week is Titan, and before we get into Titan, I have a question. Bringing it back. No. Bringing it oh. back. Zach,
2: you dog. A question. The ambush.
0: The question, though, is on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you to see Wolf in theaters <laughs> day one when it comes out, Eric?
2: Well, I really like how big this mic is.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, speaking of trailers, though, I, you know, as it's become kind of typical, what, what trailer got you the most excited for an upcoming film, Eric, of the trailers that were present at the time? There was the trailer for Wolf, which we will not speak of, which is about the... If you're not aware, look up the trailer for Wolf. And you will find that it is some sort of creation by what I can assume to be furry symphonies. Sim- someone help me with the word symphonizers symph- <laughs> sympathizers sympathizers thank you um <laughs> or yeah. symphonizers symphonizers they the great symphony uh yeah watch the trailer if you haven't you'll you'll see some interesting things i think it might be the biggest hit of twenty twenty one if it is a 2021 film, I don't know.
2: It is a 2021 film.
0: Okay. Were there any trailers that got you excited, on Lyric? or pretty meh about the? I'm really the board.
2: Blanking on the trailers. What did we even see? Trailers. From? Well, we, we did. Saw... We saw the we one. We saw Flea.
0: We did. Flea was. Saw... I'm. I'm. I'm curious about that. Have you heard anything about Flea?
2: I've seen Flea.
0: You've seen Flea. How yeah. was it? Wow. I, I like wow. Flea a lot. Um. Is it not widespread? Available right I watched
2: now? it at Sun, Sun Sundance.
0: Oh. Um.
2: What was the other neon movie that they played? Oh, Spencer. I'm so excited for Spencer. Yeah, Spencer was the only trailer. Yeah, that I'm
0: surprised good. that you guys are excited for that. Spencer honestly.
2: is on my list. It is the number. Th- I think it's the number three most anticipated movie left to come out this year. And that
0: probably. comes out right after my birthday, I believe. Right.
2: Yes, it comes out November 5th.
0: The day before my birthday birthday, should we do a midnight um, birthday view? it, it of is Spencer? at this
2: point the second my second most anticipated
0: we saw Spencer, which I'm so okay, clarify. how much do you know about Spencer? um, the film is it so it's it's about um Princess Diana?
2: Yeah, like before like I think it's like before all the like before slightly the, before all the like
0: is the film gonna include the drama leading up to
1: I'm not sure. I think there's going to be no drama in this doesn't British seem biopic. Like it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it at all. Character study. I'm su-
0: the, the reason I'm surprised is because since when are you excited for a biopic?
2: When it has Kristen Stewart in it. That's a fair answer.
0: <laughs> Caleb, are you, you're also excited for Spencer? Like, or just like of the trailers, that was the one that stuck with you?
1: I would say, yeah, of the trailers. I actually remembered that yeah, one, fair enough. And chose to remember that one. I try to forget trailers after I see them.
0: Why? Just to not like spoil movies. Yeah, just to, it's better to go. And Do you not them. like trailers?
1: I don't watch trailers unless I'm at the movie theater and I'm subjected to such torment.
0: <laughs> I enjoy the trailers, uh, although it's sometimes it's hilarious how long they can go on and on for, and when you think it's the last one, and then there just happens to be another That's one. AMC. Yeah, or what's even better is when you're watching them a... where heartbreak feels comforting. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like... I, hate, I hate that AMC now has two commercial slash intro videos before the movie. So you sit through about ten trailers, if not more, and then you watch an AMC clip that's like they're you know they'll show the soda, popcorn, people sitting down, and then there's another one. And then you have to watch the intro sequence for the movie. And it's just like a very, and it, what's funny is this film in particular had like 10 different like production companies and different like uh, spon- well, not sponsors, but you know, I was just like, oh my gosh, when is it going to, when is it going to end?
1: What we're trying to say is AMC sponsor us.
0: Yeah. Sponsor us, but also remove at least one of the videos, please, before the movie starts because I don't want to watch your videos twice. Um, there was also a trailer for the new Marvel film, which I know. Oh, I'm actually excited for, I'm excited for (laughs) Eternals. You are? Okay. I was going to say, none of us cared about, but I guess I spoke too soon. Richard Madden. I haven't, here's the thing. I have not seen a Marvel movie since Endgame came out. And since then, there's been two, I believe. There's been Black Widow and there's been, um, Shang-Chi. Yep. So, I've seen neither and I also have not watched any of the Marvel TV shows, WandaVision, um I I just I, I'm I'm burnt out on Marvel. Like I just can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. So, I don't know if I'll ever get caught back up. I know The Eternals is coming out. Look cool.
2: Spider-Man is coming out later this year. I'm going to
0: see Spider-Man regardless because it's Spider-Man. But like am I going to get caught back up into the MCU? I don't know. I honestly cannot tell you that answer. Um, I'm trying to think what else there was uh trailer wise.
2: We definitely saw Soho. Did we see Soho? No,
0: I don't think we saw the poster for Soho on the way in, right? I don't think we saw Soho. Mm. Um we didn't no, we didn't Last
2: Duel definitely. Last yeah. I've seen that
0: trailer about 80 times. Every time I watch it, I have a different opinion of it. Um I can't decide if it's gonna be good or not. And I don't know. I'm interested. We're gonna see it this Friday, right? Is that still happening, Eric? I still wanna go. You, me, maybe Caleb, probably not Caleb. Um Well, Caleb's invited, but he's a busy man with many things. Yeah, I'm 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 interested, especially yeah, I'm busy watching trailers. Especially with Friday. like remember when right before the Green Knight came out, I you know, both those trailers were playing and I was like, Oh my gosh, yes. And then the Green Knight to me was good. Pretty good. I mean I have it, it as four stars um so i'm I'm interested i I don't know I don't know what else I'm hyped for this year uhlicorice um, pizza <laughs> besides that, obviously um yeah, and I don't remember if there were any other notable trailers. I'm sure there was one or more, one or two more um that keep floating about um
2: no you're forgetting one movie that we talk about almost every week
0: one movie we talk about every week. What do we talk about almost every week? Trailer? Oh, Dune. Yeah, I. No. We did, see, did we see the Dune trailer? No. 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 <laughs> <sighs> Here's my thing. I'm my expectations reached a peak about three months ago, and it's all been downhill since then. Um, every time I see a new trailer for this film, I get a little bit less excited. Because I just feel like it's going to be bad. I just don't. (laughs) Bad. (laughs) I feel like the focus is going to be so much on, you know, creating this crazy world and all the effects and all this, you know, you know, the typical sci-fi. But then it's just going to be such a hollow movie when Dune itself is such a rich novel. I mean, I mean, you're not even getting through that much of the novel in the first film. I don't even know if there's a second one planned or or what's going on with that. But, I mean, look, I'm excited for some of the cast. Can't say Oscar Isaac left a great taste in my mouth the last time I saw him on screen.
2: Wow, that wasn't – were you even a fan if that's enough (laughs) to get you off the train?
0: (laughs) Um, And then, you know, Chalamet, you know, he'll be in there. Um
2: this is a this is a shocking 180. <laughs> what?
0: No, I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited, but I'm like especially because
2: there's only been two trailers.
0: <laughs> I'm very excited. That's cuz trailer 1 was okay and trailer 2 was god awful. I'm just nervous. I'm really nervous cuz my expectations were so high. And I want this to be my favorite movie of the year, and I have a feeling it won't even crack the top 5 and I'm nervous that's it that's it I'm nervous you're expecting um,
1: this to be your favorite movie of the year when you've already seen The Dig
0: The Dig was not this year was it? yeah January Is that dig. this year? oh my god guys yeah. this has been a long year I won't lie it's been a real long year I disagree there, this has been a rough year for, for cinema <laughs> I haven't seen
1: crazy how that keeps happening hard disagree uh,
0: you think this has been a great year?
2: yeah no, honestly.
0: When, best year since when? Like, in how long? Is it 2018? 2019. Or
2: oh, 2018? <laughs> well, 2019.
0: Okay. Um, it's not that long ago. Um, Yeah, well, I, I do
2: I mean, like, the award season hasn't really started yet.
0: No, you're right. You're right. I mean, there's still a bunch of popular films, obviously. We still haven't seen um, the new, uh. oh my God, Help Me Out, Um. Oh, movie Isle of Dog, West Anderson. We haven't seen the. I don't know why like, that's the one that came to my mind. Uh, the new West Anderson film. PTA, um, Celine PTA. Sciamma. Yeah, there, there's a lot left.
2: Todd Haynes, Alma Dovar, Edgar Wright. My, you got a Spielberg boy. coming out this year. You got a Sean Baker. What's,
0: what's Spielberg's movie this year?
2: It's West Side Story. I forgot about that. You got before. a Sorrentino.
0: No, there's still a lot. There's still a lot. You I still just... got
2: House of Gucci.
0: House of Gucci. I saw. The I'm poster literally
2: I, so excited for House of Gucci.
0: <laughs> I don't know anything about it. I just saw the poster. Um. All right.
2: I would say *Memoria*, but. But what? what? What year? Explain what's happening. What year movie does this movie count as? As in, it's what do you mean? Perpetual Roadshow.
0: Wait, *Memoria* came out right?
2: No. It's doing like um an eternal theater release where it's oh, yeah. in one theater at a time, one week. So at you a
0: time. haven't seen it yet?
2: Um when it comes out on movie in other countries and I have a VPN, I will see it. You'll if see it. if well if it plays in LA I'm I'm going. I don't care if I don't care how I'm getting there.
0: But No, I'm I mean I'm same I'll with join Seattle. You. Like I will, I will I
2: will I mean this is a movie that I, I fully expect to be top three.
0: Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty bold. Caleb, on the other hand, does not look like he's excited for many films coming out. To be honest, I haven't seen Caleb excited in in quite some time.
1: How do we rectify <laughs> yeah, this?
0: I don't know. I think we talk about Tatan, and I think I might see a little that's spark in your get eye. get me
1: going. I might
0: see a little spark in your eye once we get on the topic of Tatan. Let's, let let's let's talk Tatan. Um. Unfortunately, I have no Wi-Fi right now, so I can't pull up the letterbox like I was going to. Um and say a little bit about this film. So Eric <laughs> <laughs> you're my scapegoat. Would you like to give a little brief snippet intro to Tatan?
2: Are we doing spoilers?
0: Eventually, if you wanna if you wanna just like maybe talk about the director a little bit, get the bearings. Situate okay. us.
2: It's a new film. Julia... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher the name. It's Ducournal. Um, It's her second movie after Raw, which was a wildly popular horror movie from 16, 2016, 17? Around then. About a girl who is vegan, goes to veterinarian school, gets hazed, and then becomes... Pretty much a cannibal. Um, uh, Tatan is the very well-hyped follow-up. It won the Palm this year. Um, I I didn't know it won the Palm. It is uh, basically about a girl named Alexia who, um, as she's on the run from the cops... As things of that nature sort of happen, um, she pretends to be the son of um, the son of a father who is the father of a child in a missing persons report, and crazy shenanigans happen with cars.
0: That is, that is true. A lot of shenanigans with cars, in fact. Well, let's talk it. I, Eric, you and I talked a little bit about this earlier. We were talking a little bit about the ton. Um, you know, I, I I'll, off the bat, I'll say that you know this this movie is. I mean, I, I never saw raw. Um, you know, I you know it definitely has some. We talked about the Cronenberg aspects that are in at least the first third of the film. Um, I haven't seen too many Cronenberg films besides The Fly. Um, But this movie was one that really drew me in personally. Um, And I was pretty glued to the screen, minus a few scenes, for the whole runtime. And I think we have an interesting case where I think we span a spectrum. um, You know, I'm not very clear on Caleb's views. Which he will enlighten us, the audience, because we will be his audience, um, on his views of Tatan. But um you know, I know you'd said that you were pretty mid, middle of the pack about it, Eric. It was it was exactly um, what
2: I thought it was gonna be.
0: But you were you were a little hyped for it, weren't you? I was I was hyped. Okay. But you, you
2: But I, I knew what I was getting you into. walked it's into the same it. Way I'm and saying, you were like I'm excited for last night in Soho. Knowing that I've not liked the single Edgar Wright movie.
0: Okay, so but like, and then you you're you're expecting that when you'll go in, it'll be about the same of what, like, it, it just meets your expectations. Nothing worse, nothing better, basically like that. Yeah. Okay. So you like Raw though, right? Are you? I think it's okay. Okay. What did you give Raw on Letterboxd? Do you remember? I um, oh, you're pretty high on it. Um, like
2: a two and a half or a three.
0: Oh. Okay, maybe not then. Never mind. And Caleb, you have also seen Raw, correct? But you are not very high on Raw.
1: Gave Raw a three.
0: Okay. And what? What did you like it? Not, not your. I thing? Gave Raw a three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're a man
0: of few words today.
1: Just like, Adrian. Um. It has been a while, but. Yeah, not my style really, in general.
0: We're gonna dive into that but, because I'm uh, I'm curious.
1: There were there was some there was something there in Raw. She's very stylish. Very woozy.
0: So this is what we were talking about, Eric, a little bit earlier. Do you wanna kind of mention a little bit of what our conversation was just uh when we were walking earlier, we were talking about um a little bit about Cronenberg, um Talking about Crash a little bit, you've seen Crash. I believe you're the only one here that has. Um, so maybe you can share a little bit of what makes that them... call me out, Zach. So, <laughs> n- well, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> Long live the new flesh. Um, <laughs> and say. we also you you compared her work to another director, um
2: Claire Denis.
0: Yeah, Claire Denis, who directs Atlantic's Direct... No, she
2: does not direct Atlantic. She directs uh um, Oh, who directs Atlantic? That... Maddie Diop, who oh. has acted in a Claire Denis film.
0: Okay, okay. So you were just saying they had similar
2: They like, do have similar styles.
0: Styles. Okay. So what what in this, what Claire Denis films like to you were most similar to this?
2: Um well the, the clear ones are um the ones that are the same new like like is and Ra are both Pa- loosely part of what's called like new french extremity um which is like like sort of boundary pushing um sort of uh, um what do you what's that word? what's that word? like taboo taboo breaking french films um of the like of like Catherine Breil, Claire Denis was part of it with Trouble Every Day which is a movie about um, some lovers who are also cannibals. Um, there's like a cannibalism disease, um...
0: A lot of cannibals in these films.
2: There's stuff like Martyrs, 29 Palms, um... But, but like, I guess, I guess the main influ Not the main... Uh, it's just like the main similarity is they have very similar, like, sensual styles. Um you see it most clearly in the dance sequences. Claire Denis mm-hmm. is very famous for her dance sequences where there's a lot of like wordless uh like narrative and character development happening only through the people dancing pretty much. Um
0: there's several of those And you see a lot
2: of that here. Um Yeah, I I would be sh- I would be yeah. I think it's a yeah. Yeah.
0: So let, let, let's start kind of at the beginning of this film and really dive into it. So, the intro sequence, um, you know, we're going to get into spoilers as usual pretty quickly. Um, but the intro sequence sets you up with this kid in the back seat of a car, you know, annoying the hell out of her dad um, to the point where they end up getting in a car crash. She hits her head against uh the window of the car ends up having this kind of wild surgery in her brain where she gets um like i think it's a titanium plate or something is that is that correct in her head um and then there's that inter- interesting little moment where she comes out of the hospital and goes to the car and she gives a little kiss to the car um which <laughs> is the beginning of a of a long sensual relationship with uh cars in the film um and then you fast forward at least what she's in her 30s i believe at this point um that's what they say right She's in her 30s yeah 32 32 i know
2: that that, i thought she was like 25 i was gonna
0: say it's like 25 24 honestly does not look 32 don't know why that was the choice but it you know is what it is um i guess it worked for more of the plot because it's Maybe the number of years since. Not, who knows. Um, but you get this long intro like stripping dancing scene with the cars. Um, you have the uh, the creepy guy who tries to sexually assault. Who, who does sexually assault her. And then there's that wild you know what 10 minutes into the film. The first body horror I guess where she stabs the guy. In the ear, oh my god, that gave me such a shock! In the ear with the with the hair, what the it, knitting needle, the knitting needle, and all that. Oh, that the spit that or what oh, the foaming, yeah. God, that's oh my gosh, that gives me shivers. Um, and yeah, she kills him, and that I think the hint, you know, we we realized that that was not the first time that that had happened, or like that she had killed someone, and then there's a pretty long sequence of some murders and some. That is Fetish, fetishiza- fetishization with with metal. There's definitely some. There's there's you know there's the car sex scene, obviously, which was uh, crazy to watch. Um, I don't know if Crash has something similar. Um, and then there's the there's the nipple piercing scene where she's literally biting the like the metal. It's the <laughs> the first part of the movie everything before she runs away is very like it's like darker and it's like a little bit it feels a little bit more like body horror ish i guess there's more later on but there's there you know there's the scene where she's um sticking the knitting needle um inside of her to like try to you know stop herself from having well a a pregnancy from from the car um so let, let's let's start by picking apart a little bit of this intro sequence and talking about what's going on with that. So we're we're opening at this beginning. Uh, what do you guys? How did how did you guys like the intro? How did you guys feel about how the film started? I was
2: I was pretty interested in the intro. I thought the um I don't know, I it was it definitely felt a bit um directionless to me. Like I really loved that opening um but I was interested to see where it was going, I guess. Like I really liked that intro dance sequence leading into that first killing. And was interested to see where the like spree the killing spree would, would go um i thought we got some like i thought we got some cool sequences obviously the car um i thought it was fun
1: Kill. Uh, hard to judge in a vacuum because it really its purpose is to set up everything else uh, yeah but I, mean, I think it did a good enough job of giving you that important context, but leaving enough open to be interpreted uh, as the movie plays out.
0: Were you guys pretty shocked? I mean, like, were you shocked at some of the scene? Like, how did the body horror stuff, how did some of the, were you guys looking away from the screen at all? Not really? like you, Zach. I'm, I'm a very visceral reactor, uh, you were seated next to me, Caleb, so you saw. Dude, that ear one, oh my gosh. That just like gives me like such like shivers to think about. I don't know. It's so weird.
1: Um, it's not so bad once you try it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't have an issue with it?
2: Yeah, I think I was more or less okay with
0: it. Okay, so.
2: I was honestly more affected by the like. The dad with the needles later on in the movie.
0: Uh, That was really why to me. That was the most uncomfortable, yeah. Really, like, so for context, the dad or you know, the father who is the I guess what is he? The he's not a fire, is he a firefighter or yeah, he's the firefighter. firefighter, fire captain, fire captain. Thank you. Um, who. Yeah, you know, leads this this camp. Um, he is. There's a several scenes of him putting a needle right in his buttocks. Um, I don't know what it's. Is it supposed to be steroids?
2: I I thought it was steroids. That's
0: what I thought of, of as well. I'm not familiar with um injectable drugs, so uh or you know intravenous whatever it is. So I think it's
2: more, I don't know, the body horror gets worse and worse for me, like, in terms of comfortability, like, the further you get in the movie. Like, I I think that's intentional.
0: Like, the eventual pregnancy.
2: Not even the eventual pregnancy, just the, like, increasing discomfort of the gender performance.
0: Okay. So, let's talk about the obvious, then. Let's talk about the, like, the whole relationship with cars And machinery and the obvious or the eventual pregnancy with, you know, a machine baby. I mean, what to you, I mean, like, what does any of that mean? What is any of it for, you know, there's we get two sex scenes with the car. One in the beginning, which is the one that, you know, gets her pregnant and then one towards the end of the film as well. Um, and you know obviously throughout the entire film she's dealing with her pregnancy and you know we see oil coming out of her throughout the entire film there's the you know towards the end you start to see the metal in her belly and you know like her whole body has become pretty much metal I thought she was going to turn into like Terminator or something I did not know what was happening Um, what, you know I guess this is I mean honestly more for me too is like what you know like what's going on and is it a f- if you don't know what's going on is it still effective you know like like what unwrap it a little bit for me
2: i like the imagery um i i i think my my general sense is that like the metal of it is very like apocalyptic like it's very cold but i i i guess for me it works more just in the sense that because of it it eventually turns into this machine baby that is like a huge reason um this machine baby that she can't hide as she pretends to be adrian like the cars and the metal all become part of this overarching like gender theme like this attraction to something that's like not like neither man or woman that is this marker of her uh of like alexia um not like not quite feeling comfortable in her own body her own body is degrading and she is also like i, I don't want to say degrade her body is having this like car baby but she is actively trying to suppress it. She's looking for acceptance of her body. Um, just like all that bundled up with the car. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Look, I mean, there's I, there's a lot going on. And I think part of the reason I'm asking you guys and, you know, us to unwrap a little bit is I think at the end of the day, how much you walk away from and how much you spend unwrapping something and if it can be, can determine how much you enjoy the film, how much you under, like, you feel connected to it. You know, I I think, you know, what's interesting to me is that you said, you know, that there are, you know, you mentioned, like, the word cold. But yet the film feels kind of warm, you know, especially, I would say, you know, with the whole, like, a lot of the sequences with the, with the father and uh, Alexia, um, you know, there's, like, this, these, you know, the images of the the motor oil and this machinery and this, you know, just crazy stuff. But then there's like these very, very warm moments and very like, I don't know the word I'm looking for, like loving moments too. Where you know, not to like again, I can't. It's hard to compare to a movie I haven't seen, but from what I've heard, Crash is a lot colder feeling, like very cold feeling compared to this. So what do you think? Like, what's the difference? Or, like, do you do you also feel like there's a warming tone to this?
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, I mean, does Raw have the same warm tone, or is it, like...
2: I'm not going to lie. I don't remember too much, but I... This is definitely more of a... This is definitely a bit more wholesome than Raw, if my memory is correct. Okay. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, despite all the crazy shit that happens, there does seem to be somewhat of a happy, maybe not happy is the right word, but some type of, I mean, the connection between the father and Alexia, you know, the, the sequences towards the end where he is, you know, saying that, you know, he loves him, her, no matter who they are. You know, in reference, not being really, like, like, she's, I don't know, there's a lot going on with, you know, like, he says, like, oh, you're still my son no matter what. And then, like, towards the end, it's, like, the very first time he's seeing her as, like, actually a woman and not his son. And he's seeing his pregnant, you know, her pregnant body. He's seeing, you know, she tries to kiss him. Um, There's, you know, she asks him to call her by her real name so there's like a weird there's a shift there but there's still like a lot of hope like hopefulness despite her dying um in what is left which is a father who won the child who now has this you know machine baby too wrapped up in his arms um th- there's a lot going on there's a lot going on but i i think you know like does Does any of that do anything for you? I mean, do you get strong ideas, strong feelings, emotions, Caleb or Eric? Do you feel like you walk away feeling anything?
1: To take a step back real quick, I think we should just again acknowledge that she has sex with a car and there is a car baby inside of her, and we shouldn't just brush past or take for granted how insane that is. Uh, um, Is But now- Is that good insane or bad insane? Well, yeah, to answer your question about effect, now, while you, Zach, I think we're asking more literally like what is going on, because fair question, I found myself asking that question rhetorically as I was watching, like, what is this? Why Why? Why do we have this? Why does this person having sex with a car and being impregnated by a car, why does that enhance the story about this kind of wounded, lonely woman who goes around killing people? Why does it enhance the story of her seeking refuge from her crimes as a a lost dead child and exploiting the father of this child and developing a really messed up relationship with him why why does you know why does her being pregnant with a piece of metal make that story any more emotional any richer than it would be if you played it straight, if you weren't taken away by these distractions, if if we didn't place the style uh, of such crazy choices over the story itself. And I don't think it makes it better. I think being forced to, to sit and watch the... The crazy I know you didn't want to use this word, Eric, but it, it does happen. The crazy degradation uh of of her body and and, and just you know, her leaving to have sex with a car. I don't I think that just that takes away from what actually is the emotional core um of the movie, which which is that relationship between her and Adrian's father and how they're both seeking in each other something that they can't have. Uh, And I think that that's what the movie ought to be about and I think there are a lot of distractions that, you know, it's a jungle of distractions that you have to try and poke through uh, to, to really get to the other side get to see the light and I don't think that we're successful in in reaching that destination
2: i agree to an extent i i like the car stuff i mean i mean like we we talk about this car stuff it, it is like as like a narrative thing like very insane but the way it's shot is more just like the actual car sex scenes you don't like it's literally just a car just like bouncing up and down with some sound effects if my memory is correct I mean, I, I, I like the car in the sense that... It, you, get,
0: you get the zoom in, the, the POV of her. Or not of her, but the um the shot of her in the car.
2: Yeah, but it's really not like a...
0: She's, like, gripping the seatbelts and, like, going up and down. You don't remember that?
2: Yeah, but it's not, like... It's still very, like, detached. Like, the point of the car... The car sexy in and in itself is not, I don't think, provocatively shot. It's like the point no, of it is I, more I to just like like I like it in in the way that it it presents her discomfort at like I don't know trying to hide what's happening to her like I I I feel like there's a lot in this movie that is like that links the degradation to the fact that she is um, trying to like she has to wrap herself up every day while she's having a car baby and i i think the like like if she had had the like acceptance and the like love of the father earlier like that we might have a very different movie and and the, the the car just provides the like outsized like impossible to ignore sort of like Visceral imagery for that physical discomfort of needing to like of her needing to hide herself and her feeling that she needs to.
0: I think there's something here. You know, I I I think I disagree with Caleb a little bit. Um, I mean. To me. It's hard for me to to like respond because I think I'm in a situation which I think is a very fair situation. I think I'm in this situation a lot when I find movies that I attach to um, where I I don't know if I know a lot of answers. Um, So I I can't necessarily tell you, you know, here's the reason why the car sex is important and how it really plays into something that's beyond, something that could never be done in another way. I can't answer that question. But what I can say is to me, I can trust my gut on how I felt watching the movie, and I think there's something there. There's obvious connections to you know machinery to you know obviously there's powerful images of the black you know motor oil running through her and out of her. I, there's something obviously otherworldly about the car sex and literal impregnation of a car baby into a woman. I, I think though it's like I don't see it as a distraction. I think it's like if you looked at a painting in the museum and you know, you could say, Oh, those trees in the background are a distraction but at the end of the day they're obviously a part of the
1: painting that the artist
0: made. So you think
1: that that the car and the results of the car in this are are equivalent to, you know, background like trees. <laughs> no, in the I'm background. not necessarily. I, it,
0: but I think what I'm trying to say is there's obviously something. I I refuse to believe that there is no reason why, or an unimportant reason why, the car. I mean, the, the that idea of it being a car and not. You know, a man like why, like, replace it, replace everything in the film that's car with some guy, replace the motor oil with blood, replace the pregnancy with the baby. You know, like, we can imagine that movie, right? If you replace all the machinery, sure, with human actual shit, so there's some intentionality,
1: of course. Of course, of course, there's a metaphor there, but I don't think. You don't, I don't. I don't think the don't metaphor think is it's, coherent. You don't think it's. Coherent. I.
2: I have. I have to. I mean. I. I have to agree. A, a bit. I. I. I, so I like the. Okay. Car. I actually do agree that. Oh my god! Like I can't believe I'm. I'm going with this metaphor, but that the the cars are sort of like the backgrounds of the trees in a painting, <laughs> because like like it like, the car, is the means by which, Ducor now is able to facilitate the the like gender body dysmorphia, gender dysphoria happening later, but I definitely found myself at the end of the movie, like, oh, like... Or, like, whenever the car... The car I'm like, oh, like, yeah, that's a car baby. Like, or, like, at the end... Like, or, like, at the end, I was like, oh, like, yeah, she was killing people, huh? Like, I did not, like... It seemed like a completely different movie to me. So in that in that sense, I do... I do sort of agree. Like, there could have been many... There could... I I, I think there could have been other things, even though I see... Like, I guess based on the construction of the metal piece in her head, where the idea of the car came from. I guess that's where I come. From. That's where I from.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the answer to this question is. I don't, and maybe, maybe that's part of your critique, Caleb, which is a fair critique, is to, you know, maybe that it the, the doesn't seem like a lot of co- 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 cohesion. Um. Is that a. Cohesion? I'm lost for words today, y'all. Not a lot of cohesion behind it. I, I think, is there any way for me to refute that? No, because I don't fully, completely understand it. But I think there's similar movies, which one that Eric happened to brought up. Very entirely different films. But Eric brought up the movie Atlantics, which I watched for a film class last semester. Um, The Atlantics is a very stylized film as well. And there's also a lot of otherworldly, more supernatural elements to it, but it's based in reality. So that one, I think I can see more of a clear understanding, you know, obviously this doesn't make a lot of sense because I'm not explaining what Atlantic is or, but I think, I I think there's something here. I just don't know if I can completely see it yet. Obviously we, we can all, I think recognize, you know, the, the imagery was powerful at least, or like, you know, some of the shots were very, you know, wild. If at the very least just shocking to see, you know, a woman drip motor oil or give, Birth to a metal baby. But, like, I don't know. There's something here. Is it a commentary on, you know, technology? Is it a. Like, I don't know what the answer is. And maybe it's fair to say that the fact that there is that much uncertainty might lead to the film not being powerful, strong enough with that metaphor. I don't know. Just a thought. But I, I the I think this is a film where I feel like there's a lot more to get, but I wonder if I will ever get it from it.
2: I feel like that's how I normally feel about my some of my favorite movies, so that's a good thing for you to feel.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. I, I, I think there's a line, there's a weird line. I think there's like a middle ground of like you wanna feel like on some level you're understanding the film you're watching, but On the other hand, it's a continuous growing experience and challenge. And I can understand, and maybe I'm twisting what Caleb has been saying, but I can understand why maybe this seems a little bit more like it doesn't have that direction or cohesion uh, that other films do have that are also stylized. So what did work for you guys? What 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 did you feel like worked? What did you enjoy the most?
2: I like the style. Um, I I like. Oh my god! I hate that. I feel like I say this for every movie. It felt a little cold to me in like a good way. In like a, it's like. Um, but I, I liked all the colors. I thought the lead performance was very good. I liked all the like. All the a lot of the body horror stuff I thought looked very good, and I most of all liked the um, the dance sequences. There's like the all the mobile camera stuff, the needle drops. Um, uh, like I especially loved the the one with the like the one with all the firemen dancing in the
0: um, in the garage.
2: No. That too, that one too, that one, yes. I
0: really like that one.
2: That one, as well as the one before, where In the little... um, where the where the um, where Alexia dances with the father for the first time.
0: Yeah, I the thought, dance scenes one, are. I thought that one was touching. Are, I think play to this idea of like, there's something there, right? They're not dance scenes, they are, but there's something more obviously going on and. Um, I really enjoy the dance scenes as well. Um, they're very just tranquil in some way, very uh, get lost in them. I would
1: say, Caleb, anything you that stood out to you in a good way? I liked most the stuff that came before she becomes Adrian, actually. Uh... Even in the car, the car stuff before that kind of it's there, but it's not so dominating. Uh, And I think the that one scene where she kills everybody in the house uh, (laughs) is wonderfully executed. And that was uh, a lot of fun. And really, there's still a lot of mystery in all that killing. And I thought, yeah. after watching that scene, I said, okay, there's there's so many places we can go from here. I'm excited to see <laughs> what happens. And then we translate, we go straight to her becoming Adrian. All the killing stuff is essentially dropped, which I found very disappointing. Uh, and then as I realized that actually the entire movie was completely transitioning into uh, this new storyline, father-son type, type of deal. Uh, of course, I, I was disappointed that we lost the whole killing thread, but was excited at the potential uh, for, uh, for, for this new direction. But that is when the car stuff and the pregnancy stuff really overshadows everything else. And you start to lose the, or I started to lose the emotion that uh, I thought was inherent in the situation we're we're presented with when she's becoming Adrian. Uh, so the stuff that I can really hold on to and say I appreciated the most, without much disclaimer, is actually the the beginning portion. Uh, but sadly, we don't receive much closure on on the exciting possibility that was given to us.
0: There's definitely a really big shift. Like, they do feel somewhat like two different movies. Um, Everything pre-Adrian is very different. I I really thought at that point the movie was going to be a lot darker, more, a a lot more murders. Um, And it takes a very, very sharp, unexpected turn. Um, and then sits there for the remainder of the film. So, yeah, I I I think, I mean obviously, I don't think this is a perfect film, you know, <laughs> It wasn't a five star, <laughs> So I have issues with it as well. and I think some of it is maybe grappling with the jarring differences between the first, I mean, not even third. it's more like the first 20 minutes, 20 give or take. It's not very long. There's only a couple scenes, Um, but everything that's kind of based in her real life before Adrian, before becoming Adrian, and then there's none of that's revisited. I mean, it's then it's all Adrian, the pregnancy. I mean, there's a mention. You hear some stuff about it on the news at one point later on, but at that point, it's just an afterthought. Nothing with her parents ever again. Nothing with the murders, nothing. I mean, you get the car sex scene again, which, um, you know, to me is like, oh, like to me, the feeling again, I could be way off base here. It's like, oh, like she's almost slipping into old habits again. You know, she has that stripping scene or that dance scene where, you know, she's basically it almost, you know, it it, it kind of reflects in the beginning a little bit like she's almost going back to her old ways. I don't don't again, can't necessarily say what I think about it, but. There's obviously some intentionality between a reflection of maybe going back to how things were Um, with the second car sex scene too being a reference to the first. um, You know, we hadn't seen her express sexuality between then, um, you know, while she was Adrian um, and becoming this new person kind of. So yeah, there's definitely a, a very jarring change that seems to completely leave behind a lot of the... I mean, it seems like the only carrying point, the only thing that carries and connects the first tiny bit of the film to the rest is obviously the pregnancy. Um, so, yeah, it definitely is jarring. I don't know if Eric has any thoughts on that, you know, dislikes, likes, or whatever, but...
2: Yeah, I mean, it's my main complaint with the movie. You also it feel feels... like... It, It feels like we got neither of the stories. In a way, like I, it took me so long to get adjusted to the to the like fact that we were in like this father son movie. That by the time I even like figured out what was going on, I, I think the mother had already, uh, Adrian's mother had already come, like clearly knew that this was not her long lost son and that's when I was like oh oh that's what's happening I was like I was still waiting for the killings like I was like I was like what's going on with the police um and yeah I mean I guess I didn't see the um this second car sex scene and the like that dancing you're talking about as like a going back to old ways I took it more as just like She was starting to feel more comfortable in her relationship with her. um,
0: That's a possibility. With
2: her, uh, with the father. Like, I think there's something very powerful about her persona in the first third of the movie. It's clearly complicated by the fact that she starts going on crazy killing sprees, and clearly she has this thing for metal, which. comes at the expense of other people. But she is very powerful and confident in those scenes in a way that she never is until until that the, dance scene. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, I, I, I think I mean I, I guess that's, you know, it is like, kind of As Adrian,
2: I guess. Like as Adrian she's never as powerful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I guess I didn't necessarily mean it as like it's a return to bad old ways. I guess it it, it seems to me like obviously she's something she's I guess maybe in your way she's comfortable in this where you know in her situation now or something I don't know um but I mean that's like the only things that connect the second that that big part, the father-son portion of the film to the beginning is the pregnancy and then that little scene of the dancing and other than that they're not connected very much at all um and never really brought up again and you know i'm sure there's some intentionality behind that i mean i guess i could say that for literally everything i don't think every anything's ever really done on accident or for no reason um but i don't necessarily know if it works or what the intended point behind it was yeah so
2: i guess i guess the difference we have is i feel like i didn't necessarily feel the full like not, I don't know. I don't want to say I didn't feel the intentionality, but like sometimes I can feel when like I know a movie that if I kept watching it and if like I know that in some way it does click together, and I I just don't get that from this movie that those two portions will click together and feel like they cohere. You don't feel like there's. I a, I don't feel like they'll cohere. Like
0: any I, amount of rewatches, you'll ever feel like ah well, yes. Like it could, I,
2: but I I did I didn't get the feeling that it would.
0: Yeah, I, I don't necessarily know if I do either. I just think it doesn't take that. M- I think I I still like the film regardless. Obviously, um, I, it's one. It's definitely one of my negatives. Um, otherwise, there's so much I do like about the style of the film, um, the acting, the directing. I mean, there's 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 a lot to like. I think. Um, so, I I definitely see though that that is, a, a major point. Well, uh, you know, I think we're getting to the end of this. Is do you guys have any final thoughts on Tatan? Anything, you know, it's 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 a hard, you know, my struggle coming into this episode was thinking about what I would really say on a movie that I don't know if I completely understand yet. Because um, I feel like it's much easier sometimes to talk about films where it feels like you, you get it. You get the point. You understand it. Or you, you really... I don't know. I guess there's and there's two ways I feel like all three of us are kind of still wrapping our heads around the film. I guess some in the positive and some in the negative of just like how much do you walk away knowing and not knowing. Um you know, I don't know how much if that bothers you. I mean, you said Eric that some of your favorite films you still don't completely know every answer or every, you know, everything. I'm sure that rings true for Caleb maybe as well, but I think it's more whether or not it feels rewarding slash cohesive in a way.
1: Rewarding, cohesive, and necessary. Yeah. Something I look for.
0: Yeah. Any final thoughts on Tatan before we wrap things up? Final, Final thoughts?
2: Um... Oh no! I'm glad we got a good range of opinions on this one, and I feel like it's another one of those movies where each of us sort of latched onto different things we sort of valued about it. So I enjoyed that about this conversation.
0: Yeah, and I think I think what I was trying to say was that it's some some of these films, I feel like to me they're harder to talk about because it's almost like I can feel it, and it's hard to express what I feel you know whether that feeling is in my case a little bit more positive than maybe yours or or Caleb's um i'm maybe you guys still struggle with the same thing of sometimes expressing you know how you necessarily feel it's just more of a gut feeling um yeah.
2: i feel like it's often easier to talk about movies you're more mid on than movies you really like
0: yeah that's very fair i mean i think we'll have a lot more uh mid movies coming up uh, i
2: actually did like tatan
0: <laughs> like no i know I yeah but i am it. more no. of like
2: on the mid side like i did. Yeah. Go, yeah
0: i mean you gave it i mean i if you don't mind i mean you gave it i think three stars you know not to call you out you know on your rating uh but you know obviously i know you did enjoy it to some portion caleb do you have any final looks like you were gonna say something or
1: wear your seatbelt.
0: yeah true don't be a don't be an annoying kid in the car either. Zach,
2: um, you literally never wear your seatbelt.
1: <laughs> I, I I
0: wear my seatbelt. <laughs> that's categorically. What well, that come on, that is not false. I, I just forget sometimes We're gonna have to cut and then the... put it on later. <laughs> no, we don't have to cut this. I mean, I'm gonna have to cut stuff for other reasons, but um, you know, three of us know what that's all about. So yeah, Tatan. It's great! Wait, I don't know what it's all about. <laughs> I'm talking about the 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 disturbances that have occurred uh, throughout our recording today. Um, maybe Eric has just been oblivious to that. What's been going oh,
2: on? Oh, oh! But we kept it. We kept it silent.
0: What do you mean? Oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. General. Um, yeah, we got a big slate coming up. We're getting back into the rhythm of things. Um, I know, Eric. We are talking about seeing two films maybe Friday. Uh, the Last Duel and Bergman Island. Um, is that? Did I butcher that? Was that right? Okay. Um, Don't know if those will be podcast episodes or not, um, but expect a weekly episode from us um, moving forward until uh, the foreseeable future. And then, you know, we're already in mid-October. You know, before we leave for break, we'll end up doing our final or, you know, maybe we'll do it over break. Who knows? um, Our 2021 in review, Um, and wow, it's going to be a trip down memory lane talking about some of the films that have occurred since the last, is this our first, no, no, no. 2020, we were were doing it all of 2020, Um, for some reason I was wondering if this was the first time we had like gone from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, but um, I definitely believe this, we saw more movies in 2021 and will than 2020, maybe not. Ooh, that's
2: actually close. It'll literally break me if we. Well, for the podcast, seen... I think we have. Oh, As, I,
0: podcast, I mean, more episodes okay, yeah. we reviewed. Um,
2: if To do a 2021 in review and not have seen *Memoria* would be so. Sad,
0: well, I mean, maybe. theoretically, we'll be doing it. I'm assuming we'll probably end up doing it over Zoom. Um, there's no need to really, you know. Well, we wrap up obviously at school in December. Um, there's no reason to. There's still gonna be a lot of films coming out, I'm sure. So we might wanna do that one over Zoom rather than in the studio, but um, we'll get there when we get there. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Doom coming up soon. Um, What else is coming up next couple weeks for possible Mm -hmm. podcast episodes?
2: French Dispatch. French Dispatch. Spencer, Spencer, Spencer. Spencer.
0: We got a lot. We got Um. a lot. And uh, hopefully we will have a lot more discussion and arguments in the future. I like going up against Caleb. You know, I gotta I gotta beat him at something. Sometimes it's uh arguments about film. Not that I feel like I beat him, but he's just over there. You be the judge. You be the judge audience. Alright, well, on that note, thank you for listening and we will see you next time.